Welcome back, everybody. It's your time to add up on the Edup Experience podcast, where we make education your business. The fact that I can get through that intro, of course, Dr. Joe Salucio here, is a miracle considering uh, all the episodes we've done today talking to amazing people in and across higher education here at Gen Zabar Jam 2023. I do like to do that. Jam 2023 here in Orlando, Florida, the beautiful Gaylord Palms Resort. Uh, you know, the conversations have been in-depth. They've been incredible. Uh, the relationships, the exchange of information, ideas. Uh, and we're going to continue those conversations. And I've got my first, uh, my, my guest co-host. Here he is. I forgot his title, but he's going to tell you. He's Chris Myers with Jen's Bar. Chris, remind me what you do there because yeah, I keep forgetting things now. No, no, I know you've done a million of these. Uh, glad to be back. First of all, I'm a product manager for yes, Asana's. Yeah, for the Sonus uh, product, and we're going to talk about Sonus, and we're going to do that with your the, my guest's last name. I looked at it, and I was like, "Wait, his last name can't be Sonus. It's not. <laughs> it, it's close." He's El Santos. He's associate director of IT at Mid America Baptist Theological Seminary. What's going on, Al? How, how are you? Oh, doing really good. Enjoying the conference. I'm getting a little tongue-tied. I'm noticing that my words are because I've done so many conversations. <laughs> uh, but Chris is going to take over right now. No, he's not. Oh. Uh, you want to take over, Chris? No. no Al, no. Al, tell us uh, a little bit about Mid America Baptist Theological Seminary. Do you go? Do you call it anything for short? You say the name out all the time. We just pretty much say Mid America. Mid America. Yeah. Where's Mid America? Tell us who you serve. How you serve them? Sure. We're at uh, Memphis, Tennessee. Home of great barbecue. If you ever get to Memphis, it is great barbecue. And, uh, Excellent, <laughs> definitely. And uh, so we um, we basically are we have uh, we train the next uh, generation of uh, leaders, Christian leaders, pastors, missionaries, biblical counselors, and so on. And we average anywhere between two hundred to two hundred and fifty students. Uh, and we it's from all different ranges. You know, you have people that's coming out of uh, high school, going into college, and we also have some people that are also um, been in the workforce for a while, but also rethinking about their um, next phase in life or like what they want to do later on. So yeah. we get different ages going to the seminary. You know, um, the, one of the the conversations in higher education today is that uh, religiously affiliated institutions are having a little bit of trouble with their enrollment. Mm -hmm. And all, whether that's true or not, one of the things that is true is that you need data and you need a good system. You're using Sonus. What is that doing for you in terms of information, in terms of data to help you with your efforts? Why that product? Yeah, that, that's one of the great things about Sonus is because it is data rich. It has a lot of that information for uh, not just our current students, but alumni as well. And one of the things that we do want to do more is leverage a lot of that information. I know there's uh, Query Builder 1, Query Builder 2, and iZenda. So uh, we, we need to do a better job of really leveraging the data that's in there because I think we can probably do a lot more decision-making having a lot of that information. Now, granted, Izenda does have a lot of uh, capabilities to let you do that, but you also have to be a good report writer. Like you said, Elvin, a while ago, you had to have the right questions to get the right information. Elvin said something of consequence? <laughs> Yeah, uh, uh, you know, for those that are listening right now, when you're saying Izenda, huh? Chris, give us a little bit. Tool. Yeah, give us a little bit of insights when you're talking Query One, Query Two, Izenda. Somebody's listening and goes, "Okay, I'm, I'm thinking about Genzabar. Yeah. What what is he talking about? What's so, Al? Al well, he's waxing poetic over there, but yeah, yeah, he is. Uh, so yeah, these you know, reporting is one of the most commonly sought after features in Sonus. I think we could both agree on that. And we have ad hoc reporting tools and we have inbuilt reporting tools that we developed ourselves to make things as easy as possible for staff sizes that are really small, that need a point and click, you know, get some simple data. And then we have more powerful tools. Izenda is a powerful tool. 
uh, Bold BI, which was just announced today mm. by Les and Jeff. That will be coming to Saunas too, and hopefully will be the replacement for iZenda. It does a lot of the same things, just better. And it's a way to get that business intelligence, that analytics without you know going overboard. There's obviously products that do even more, but this gets you that, that those data-driven decisions, the data that you need to make those data-driven decisions. Mm. And that's what I'm sure you want, just like everybody wants oh, most nowadays. Definitely. Yeah, exactly. Uh, we all want data. Uh, we want data to make good decisions. Um, but data, you know, it's funny because I know you're, you moved from hosted to SaaS, right? You're, you, and data, they say there's an old saying, you've heard it, uh, garbage in, garbage out when it comes to data. If you don't have clean data and you don't move it in the right way and you don't cycle it when you push it to the other system that you're moving to, whether it's moving from, uh, you know, moving into the cloud or moving from system to system, you end up with something that doesn't tell you what it, you need it to tell you. How important is data management in clean data as you move from systems, as you move from different uh, usages? Oh, it's, it's very important in accuracy, especially for um, a lot of our students that uh, we try to keep track of, so especially for like alumni that has moved on. And we try to keep track of them and keep in contact with them as well. Because uh, there's opportunity for those people that if, if they graduated with either a bachelor's or a master's, they might want to come back right. and, and have, you know, do other graduate studies. So the information is really, really crucial and critical to keep track of our students in terms of not just where they're at currently, uh, but as well as in terms of what they're doing with the um, what they've learned with us. Are, are they serving in churches? Are they, are they doing with what they came to Mid-America to learn? So those are very important for us to have that information. You know what's, and Chris, I'm going to ask you this, but it, you said something that just made me think, Al, and that's the value of higher education. And not the, we've asked the question, you know, what's the value of higher ed from a degree perspective? But if you think about higher education, typically it's been an industry where you go and you get what you need. And then if you need something else, you go somewhere else. You know, I, I have degrees from three separate institutions. And I think about, like, why didn't they engage me to get my my graduate degree at the institution I when I got my undergrad? They didn't, I don't ever remember getting an email or a contact to come back and get my master's there. And from when I graduated my master's, they had doctoral programs. I don't remember ever being engaged to get my doctoral degree from where I got my master's. So there's this brand loyalty issue that we are wrestling with. Can Sonus help with that, you know, in terms of email campaigns, in terms of contact cadences? Is this a forgotten about part of higher ed that we just don't engage the audiences that we should be? That's a very interesting way of asking that question. I hadn't actually thought about it that way, but yeah. Yeah. I mean, it is interesting that colleges, you know, don't reach out more for- Isn't to it try. strange? It is because if you went to some place, you, you, especially coming out of high school, I chose the place I went for particular reasons. I obviously like the culture there. And if I enjoyed my experience, I might want to come back. Right? Why wouldn't you? You buy, yeah. you buy something from the same store a couple of times, right? But why don't you go back for a degree from the same place? It's really strange it phenomenon. Is. It actually is, especially if they have what you're looking for. But maybe it is just because, you know, out of sight, out of mind, people are contacting you and you go with that school. So we do... It's probably the second most requested thing in Saunas, which is communication management, uh, ways to reach out, whether that's in, on the onboarding side or the uh, you know outboarding side of the situation. Yes, we have tools in Saunas that uh, allow you to, we have free tools that allow you to set up <laughs> communication plans, but also we integrate with other tools that 
can do some more high leverage stuff in terms of CRMs to, to really take that to the next level. Al, do you think about that? Because one way to solve some of the enrollment challenges is to keep the students that you have coming back for the degrees that you offer, yeah, right? That's correct. Yeah. How do you approach that with your students? Is it engagement from from level to level? I mean, can you talk about a little bit about the strategy? Yeah, and, and I'm not familiar in terms of what some of the other outreach that are yeah. um, advancement team does and others, we definitely do try as best as we can to continue to be connected with our alumni and keep our alumni updated with what's going on with MidAmerica. What are the different events that are happening? What are the different um, things that are occurring on a campus? Um, but you know, however, what decisions people make to go over one university or seminary or another, that's not I don't know what the reasons are for that. You don't that. have the answer, Al. That's, I mean, I thought you would be able to answer. <laughs> we were solving things Give here today. Give me a direct <laughs> answer. No, I, I, let's talk about um, technology and its place in higher education decision-making, right? If, you, if you're in an institution um, and you don't have IT representatives at your decision-making table, what does that say? Um, and why is it important to include someone from technology, no matter what the decision is? What, what's going on at your institution? How have you integrated IT at the table? Well, I mean, it nowadays, especially in the world that we live in, right, uh, it has to be at the forefront of the decision making as well. I think, I mean, all of us experienced what happened with COVID and everybody was at home all of a sudden, work and school. And now you had to rely on technology to remain connected and also learn in that way. Uh, but even before then, the great thing that our school did was really establish that online presence before then. So when that happened with COVID two years ago, we weren't scrambling like every you know some other institutions were. We already had things in place, so it was more just a transition. Yeah, it's definitely key, especially uh, uh, today with. Just um, we have a lot of students that are remote, so um, technology is very important in not just in the teaching, but also in the communicating with the students. Uh, so that way they just don't feel like they're in an island and they don't see you face to face, but reaching out to them, whether that's using technologies like Teams or Zoom, so that way you at least have a more personal face-to-face -face discussion rather than just emails back and forth and text. So technology is definitely key. 100%. We agree. Yes. Yes, um, yes we do. Chris, anything you want to add to that? Yeah, I mean, it, because he speaks my language too. Let's be honest. I mean, that's that's something that, I mean, I learned as much for from the IT professionals like Al than that he learns from me. Honestly, we, we have, I talked about that shared development journey in Saunas on the first podcast here. That's a real thing. We are a small team, too, in our uh, department, and we rely on talking together about the solutions to try to develop what's going to meet the needs, basically, of Sauna schools. So it helps to have somebody that speaks the same language as an ex-software engineer. Yeah, well, lang and language is important, and as we look at uh, information technology, we have new language. I don't know if it is language, but it's artificial and it's artificial intelligence. Mm. It's something we're dealing with. Yeah. Uh, uh, in information technology departments, you have a lot of priorities right now, right? Mm -hmm. We know recruitment is one because we'd all like to stay in business and operating, right? Um, student data protection is becoming like, it, it, it's not that it wasn't important before, but you got very heavy regulations so much coming. More. Right, so much more a GLBA and GDPR and all the other G's that are coming. Um, 
you have what else do you have you have ai you have vr you have all of these things the requests program development all of these areas what's balance look like nobody can ever answer this for me in a way that <laughs> it only makes sense for the person who answers it but how do you balance the competing priorities of an it department oh my goodness i don't know if i'll be able to answer it like anybody <laughs> else did but i it, you know i think for for us it, it really is the needs of what our seminary stands for and what we're trying to offer, which is uh, churches need pastors. Yes. And so primarily what we're looking for are the individuals. So I think probably the recruitment aspect of it is very important to make sure that we are able to uh, educate and train these young Christian leaders, whether it's in the pastorate or in mission fields or in biblical counseling. So that's uh, that's the driving force for us is really to be able to fill the need that communities in our area, not just within Memphis, but even just around the area that are looking for these types of leaders. So that's what's driving our or part of it is the recruitment. Hmm. Balance is important, and it's 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 important for a, a vendor like Genzibar to be able to help you open up for some of that balance, right? Because I know the product can do some of those things or at least take care of some of those things because you guys have to be on top of all the regs right yeah yeah we have and that's what you pay us for uh, yeah. and there's only coming. a couple of regs I mean, oh yeah. yeah just a few for each state and uh yeah. federal so but yeah i mean that's you you came over to hosting obviously and that's one of those advantages is you know helping set up you know whether that's sso or mm -hmm. you know uh you rely on us now for protecting your data. I, mean, I know that was in the keynote too, so I'm stealing some of that, but intercepting some of the traffic, all of that is on us. There's still a billion things you have to worry about, obviously, and we need your help with that. Ah! That's right. Oh, calm down. I, <laughs> but at least we can, we can help out in, in some of the more uh, sticky areas. Yeah. It's a big job. It's a big job that you have. Um, how do you, uh, where's, what's next for your seminary? What, where's expansion look like? You guys talk about what comes next and what the future looks like? Oh, very good question. You know, I, I think it's just, uh, you know, as you look at the different types of um, students and generations that are coming up, right? And, and when you talk about technology, especially with the millennials and Gen Z, they grew up with this stuff. So they're very familiar with it. Nailed it. So I think a lot of it has to be with how you have this, these generations of, of individuals that are coming and they're looking for what is the next step after high school. So I think for us is to be able to better connect with those individuals who may have a calling and, and they don't know how to go about pursuing that calling and to be able to use the right mediums, whether that's social media or whether that's going out to events. Uh, but really be able to um, make ourselves known for individuals that are looking for uh, calling into ministry or into missions or into counseling, um, something different than what others are doing for liberal arts colleges. So, Chris, before we end up uh, here, anything you want to say about Sana's product that hasn't been said? Because we've had you on twice today and you probably were like, oh, man, I wish I said that. So I want to open the mic for you. Yeah, no, I appreciate that. Just that, you know, our job, I view myself as a problem solver. So that's we're focused on making sure that whatever mission they have, whatever mission Al has, we facilitate getting there. We're trying to do the best job that we can to solve the sticky problems that you might have so that you can better succeed, basically better reach your goals. Uh, and Sonus will continue to do that. That's a philosophy that we have. It's not just lip service. And I love Okay. If I could add to that, one of the things that we really love about being Sonus customers 
is the customer care. And I mean mm. that from folks like Chris, Annabella and others, whenever we had questions or wherever we needed things, we reach out to them and they're always very responsive. And that's one of the great things when you want your, from your partners is the support. Yeah. Uh, and also that they care that you're actually working and it's actually functioning the way that it's expected to do. So we're, we we're very, very happy with, with uh, Sonus's customer care. Definitely. I appreciate that. There, uh, our uh, now three or four time co-host uh, Jeff Elliott came by and he, he gave me a number and I'm going to, I'm going to try to remember it. I think he said there are 240 customers that have been with Genzabar over 25 years. That's true. That is amazing. It's a long that partnership. Is amazing. That means there's a lot in that customer care comment that you made, Al, and, and we appreciate you for it. But the last word in this conversation goes to you. Anything at all that you want to say about Mid-America that hasn't been said, open mic for you. Oh, great question. Well, definitely, I think for others that are looking not just for good education, but if they are searching in terms of, I feel like I have a higher calling, or I feel like I want to serve in a capacity that is, um, whether that would be, like I said, as a pastor, as a, as a Christian leader, as a missionary, as a biblical counselor. And if you're looking for an institution that is conservative and, and, and Bible-based, that's Mid-America. And, uh, and obviously, like I said, there's great barbecue in Memphis if you want to relocate. <laughs> Doesn't like, hurt. We, we, we like that. <laughs> Bullseye. We like good barbecue. And because of technology, we're able to uh, be available online and be able to be reached by students. We got students from Africa. We got students from Bangladesh. We got students from other areas that are able to get that education when they're not able to get it locally in their area. So if anyone's interested in uh, serving in that capacity, definitely Mid-America is there. Well, ladies and gentlemen, my guest co-host today, he's back for a second time. He's Chris. It was I, all my honor. Chris, thank you for coming back, product manager at Agenza Bar. We like having you. Are we getting you tomorrow at all? I don't know. I don't know. It may be surprised on me tonight. You never <laughs> Are we going to get Chris Myers back here? All right. Okay. We, we got a probably from the decision maker, the main Thanks, decision Helen. maker. <laughs> Shout out to Helen, by the way. I will say that uh, Helen has organized us, and this is happening live here on the Daybreak Careers. Uh, Helen is organizing us in a way that we have never been organized before. <laughs> Isn't that the truth, Alvin Freitas? Yes, yes, amen to that. Thank you, Helen, for all your amazing work. Um, and of course, our guest here today, your guest, here he is. He is Al Santos. He's Associate Director of IT at Mid-America Baptist Theological Seminary. Al, did you have a good time today? I did. I am still having a good time. Ah, oh, we appreciate you, my friend. Ladies and gentlemen, you've just ed-upped. <laughs>